Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Happy 4th of July. Welcome inside The Dan Patrick Show. Jason Smith and Mike Harmon in for Dan and the Danettes today. As you wonder, can I still bet on Joey Chestnut? He's got a leg injury. It's his Michael Jordan flu game today. Will he eat 75 hot dogs? Will he eat 80 hot dogs? That's right. 74 and a half. The number, his best is 76. Said a couple of years ago. Uh, With the injury, do you go over 74 and a half or under? I think he's got something he wants to prove. Mm. Wants to show that his, his brain and the Power be between the ears is greater than any leg injury, greater than anything. So he will show the intestinal fortitude and get it done. I'll take you over. See, I, I think the injury is going to affect him a little bit, uh, you know, having to stand on it. He's using crutches, the balance issue. Well, standing I'm with gonna, the crutches, yeah. I mean, if there's a bit of wind, I mean, we got a stiff breeze, I got to know. He can just What's blow right weather? over. I mean, He'd is the humidity right up? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> or will a guy next to him just try to tip him over and just try to push for go? What, hey, like that Nancy jump? Pelosi photo op thing where he's <laughs> elbowing out that kid? Look, I don't do pol- politics. We're not going to do po- political radio. But there's no denying that she took that kid and tried to shove her out of a photo op. <laughs> just let's put Joey on the end so I can just tip him <laughs> over down the stairs. Wow. So I'm, well, I'm now you're pushing under. him down the stairs. I'm, I'm going to go under. to nudge him. Now you're hey, trying to take him down. This is competition. You're talking about the mustard belt, man. This isn't some crazy well, I mean, ass. That's an American thing you can legend. Buy I mean, this is, I mean, this is, this is the mustard belt we're talking about. I mean, here. he should be coming out to the, I am a real American like Hulk Hogan <laughs> did all those years ago. Uh, or James so, Brown yeah. living in America. I don't know, pick your, but he can't dance. He's on one leg, hopping around. Just like Rocky Four, like they he comes down to yeah. the ring and everybody else comes up to the ring. Like, oh, see, I see what you think. Okay, not bad. Uh, so there, yes, Joey Chestnut defending the mustard belt with, I believe it's a torn tendon in his, yeah. in his legs. Yeah, I'm and, telling you, I'm going under. And I'm welcome back, under. Mickey Sudo. Missed last year's due to pregnancy. So now she's back into the competitive eating world. Over under for her is in the mid 40s. So we we got to Kevin Durant a few minutes ago, and now we get to the Kyrie Irving aspect of free agency and something uh, NBA and NFL insider Jordan Schultz talked about with us earlier in the show. But first, let me say this. Because we're talking about a point guard to the Lakers, potentially with Kyrie Irving, you know, know, if, if they can figure it out and he goes there. It was 10 years ago today. The basketball world was rocked when on 4th of July, the Lakers struck a deal with the Phoenix Suns to get Steve Nash in exchange for four 
draft picks. The Lakers wound up sending over $25 million and four picks, two firsts and two seconds to the Suns in exchange for Steve Nash. Um, I don't think I need to remind everybody how that worked out. It didn't. Steve Nash was done. He couldn't stay healthy. His assists were cut in half. And the the downturn of the Lakers, they thought this was going to be their next iteration of a superstar team. Because look, they had gone to back-to-back finals and you know in, in eight and eight, nine, they won a couple more. Then it was okay. This this, this group is done. Now Steve Nash is going to come at the end yeah. of his career and he's going to help uh, restart it. And it didn't happen. And that started like the you know a, a bad six or seven year run of, hey, we're cooked because we gave up a couple of draft picks. We went all in on Steve Nash. It didn't work out. But just to think back for a second, the the Lakers had a chance to, uh, where the the NBA world has changed. We talk about packages for star players now that are in the three or four first round picks. Maybe you know, maybe maybe it's five picks total, and picks wind up getting traded all over the place. And here's other players that are going in these in these deals. And here was Steve Nash, who yes was 37 years old, but was coming off an All Star season. You know, he was still a he was still a. a, a 13 and 10 guy, right? He's still Steve Nash. And it was two first round picks and two seconds. Second round picks, which people just use for collateral, and two first round picks, which at the time was, whoa, you traded all those picks. Now it's, oh, that's all it was, was two first round picks for, oh, okay, yeah. It didn't work, but in theory, it was still supposed to be good because Steve Nash was still an all-star player. Um, He just just fell off a cliff and he retired uh, two years after. But just to think about how far the NBA has come, where Ten years ago, this was a this could set the Lakers back for years if it doesn't work out. Uh, yeah, it kind of did, but it was other moves as well. But now, yeah. the, no one would bat an oh two. You, that's all you want? two first round picks. Yeah, we we can do that. Yeah, that that's that's all you want. Really, I, you know I feel bad. Let me give you a third, just because I feel bad. I don't want people thinking we fleeced you. We'll give you a third. That's how far the NBA has come as far as dealing with draft picks and big trades. Yeah, I mean we had last week right the Gobert trade and all the first round picks. You had some bit of hand wringing and, and whatever. It's, like I, I was on board the uh, Sneed bandwagon of uh, blank the picks long before. It's like if I can win today for what's not guaranteed, because I, I got to get all that other stuff right, right? All those picks have to play out to to really, and we have to still be no good because the NBA, let's call it what it is. You can find some players, some guys will come through the G League and internationally, and, and maybe a few second rounders and undrafted guys become players of prominence. That has generally not been the way of the world, right? The NFL, we see it all the time. Half the league's undrafted or third-day guys, all that kind of thing, you know, as we watch the salary and the disparity, right, and and guys that kind of churn through the league. With the NBA, if you're not in that lottery, generally now it's it's a roll of the dice. Now everybody that gets drafted in the first round gets their contract, but you, you move on in terms of, all right, who's actually an impact player? So I saw the Gobert thing and kind of shrugged. All right, there it is, the new price of poker. Went up once again. Now, what really has to happen here as we look at the anniversary, right? July 4th, 2016 was the year that Kevin Durant joined the Warriors. But here, Kyrie Irving could, if if the trade were to be done today to send him to the Lakers, he could send a good, nice goodbye note to Steve Nash. Hey, 10 years ago, you were there. I'm, I'm taking care of this, just like I took over practices this last year in Brooklyn. Take care of yourself. <laughs> look, I, I'm writing it for him. No, like, sure you are. There you go. No, like, look. Yeah, it's, it's been obviously a difficult decade. We talked a lot about the Genie Bus tweet. Find the podcast. Find the audio. Find the tweets. At How About a Fresca. At Swollen Dome. Um, yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of opportunities and guys that were drafted and, and didn't get time for things to gestate. Would they have become the same players? Maybe, maybe not. Would you have a ring? Maybe, maybe not. But you know what? You got one with Anthony Davis. So for all the missteps, all the the anger that still pervades uh, Los Angeles, there's still a ring in, in spite of all of these other issues. Now, speaking of the current Lakers, as they deal with the 10th anniversary of Steve, it would be great to figure out a deal for Kyrie Irving today, right? Hey, no, every, that's what I mean. Hey, every I'm- 10 years, we're going to make a controversial trade for a point guard. Uh, <laughs> look. 
it, it, as the Kevin Durant news continues to unfold and we, we try to figure out where he's going to wind up, look, we talked to Jordan Schultz last hour on the show, NBA, NFL insider, said, look, Kyrie Irving, the deal will probably get done. He'll wind up somewhere before Kevin Durant because it doesn't feel like Kevin Durant's really operating on any sense of urgency. So it might be a couple of weeks for Kevin Durant. For the for the. The Lakers and Kyrie Irving, it it sort of feels like this was a trade that's just going to happen, right? There's too much that has gone down the road. We talked about this, uh, you know, in the first hour of the show, that Kyrie to the Lakers, this is what he wants. The Lakers are already engaged with the Nets about a potential trade, and if they can find a way to offload Russell Westbrook, hey, again, Rob Palenka, GM of the year, because he found a way to get Anthony Davis when that was the only suitor. If he can find a way to get rid of Russell Westbrook, that would really be something. Um, so it feels like a fait accompli, like this is just going to happen. And whether it's a deal that is in the next few days, or if it's a deal that gets into the season a little bit, and Kyrie doesn't play for the Nets, because it's decided he's going to sit, they're going to John Wall him, and he's going to sit out until they make a trade, or maybe Kyrie says, I won't play until you trade me to force his way to L.A. Him getting to L.A. is going to happen. It's just about the, the when and the where, but he will be playing the vast majority of the season with LeBron James because it's what he wants. The Nets have to move him, and, and so much has kind of gone down that road already that if this is the one destination, the place he wants to be, it's going to happen. And here's Jordan Schultz when I said, hey, do you feel the same way like this Kyrie Irving to the Lakers is going to happen? Here's what he said. It feels like that's done without being done. Or, mm. or it's just like it makes too much sense too because because Kyrie is thirty now he's still you know smack dab in the prime of his career but what better place for him to go to in theory than LeBron James where he can you know refocus on basketball if you will you know and I don't know that it's a it's a a the best place as far as it might be the only place for him because how many teams that are contenders are going to be comfortable hey we're going to blow it up for Kyrie really for Kyrie the guy that we don't know when he's going to show up and walk through the door and play you're going to blow it up for him yeah because when he plays he's great but that's the whole thing it's when he plays so there's not many teams would say yes we're we're a contender but you got to give up stuff to get Kyrie if if Kyrie was a free agent and you could bring him in on the one year six million dollar deal yeah there'd be more teams would say okay we can have a Kyrie experiment if it works great if it doesn't it doesn't but the the fact that what you have to give up and assets to move back from not everybody can I don't think many teams are sold on Kyrie. They're kind of nervous that this is a guy that has treated basketball as his third or fourth priority the last couple of years. But the Lakers have no choice because they're walking into this season, Mike, with no hope because they, they can't move. They, they can't improve the roster. They're hoping that another year Kendrick Nunn is coming back and, oh, he's going to be the guy. And maybe Rob Palenka could trade Taylor Horton Tucker for Giannis. You know, maybe that could happen. They, they don't really have a hope. So the only thing they can do is is throw a Hail Mary and bringing Kyrie Irving in would be that Hail Mary. Maybe it helps to to uh, 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 get LeBron James back and, and, and refocus on winning a title uh, and it helps. But that's why it's it's the only team that, that makes sense because the Lakers have no hope going in. So if you're a bad team going in with LeBron being a year older, AD being a year older and, and not healthy and not playing basketball apparently for a while, Russell Westbrook's not working. You, you can't trust a big influx of guys that are getting older to play. Like, hey, the Warriors had it last year. Yeah, a little different situation. Yeah, this is the only real place for Kyrie, and it's the only one that makes sense. Kyrie to the Lakers because the Lakers have nothing to lose. Yeah, I mean, if you're a middling team thinking, all right, this gets us into the playoffs and some respectability in our home market, fine. But you're leveraging a lot for a guy who is on the last year of his deal. And do you want him long term? Probably not, right? Especially if you know it's not leading to some postseason glory, to where you're going to a conference finals or have a legitimate shot at the title. Throw it out. In this case, LeBron James, second year of a two-year deal. Both sync up as free agents. Maybe they decide they really love playing together uh, again and they want to be here in Los Angeles. And look, boom, there's two long-term, what, two-year, three-year extensions to see what they can run together and do. Yeah, it makes sense. So many other if, cause, but if you're a contender and you're already near the top, is he pushing you over? And what are the assets do you have to do because of the 
hey, we've got to make salaries match, right? That, that's where it starts. You potentially gut things uh, along the way to do it. So, yeah, I, I think this also plays back into the you placating LeBron, right? Because through his media minions, again, say it yourself, you're on social media all the time. Uh, and I know it's tampering, but we know that doesn't matter. Go back to Rick Brunson and Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard would get fined for putting up a tweet with uh, and an Instagram post with KD in a Blazers uniform, which really is should be the thing that happens, right? He should go play with the Blazers since they screwed up not drafting him all those years ago. Here, you get him now. Uh, see if you can make it work. Uh, you, you did your penalty for Sam Bowie. Uh, and, and for for Greg Oden, now you get KD. See if you can make it right after all these years. But for for Kyrie, yeah, th- this is really the the last place of hope, unless you really think those two way guys are, are leading you to the promised land. Twitter at How about a Fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Dan and the Danettes today. Kyrie to the Lakers. It's a fait accompli. One of my favorite phrases to use, a fait accompli. Uh, but coming up next, more big stuff from the NBA and a cryptic midnight tweet that was put out that has everybody talking. That's coming up next right here. Jason and Mike, this is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I haven't I mean, even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to to discover and Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and Holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. 
Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. L.A. Times NBA insider. You can follow him on Twitter at Dan Wojcicki Sports. It is Dan Wojcicki. Dan, uh, happy 4th of July. What's going on, man? Thank you, guys. I think you're going to introduce me to someone who is no stranger to crushing too many hot dogs. I thought that's what it was going to be. So well, I, will, that, that was I, I, I will land on midnight tweets um, <laughs> happily. How many could you do in, in eight minutes? How many hot dogs in eight minutes if you really put well, your mind so to it? I, I mean, I'm a Chicagoan, so to me a hot dog is a delicacy, right? Yeah, um, like, we're talking, like this, Dan. This like dip the bun in water nonsense. Like if it's just for like sport, I in eight no. minutes I think I could eat like six. If I'm being like dead honest, I mean I, mean, I had okay. a Portillo's yesterday. It was oh. delicious. Do, do you go sport peppers on or off? Oh, of course they're on. See, I don't do the sport peppers. Ooh, weak tummy. <laughs> oh, okay, well no, it happens. Look, <laughs> that's why only six. By the way, yeah, I, I don't know about six. Then, if you got a weak stomach, I don't know about that. I think maybe yeah, you no. want to. Cut he just it down set a the bit. under. <laughs> yeah. oh, hey, uh, hey, and also happy fourth and happy tenth anniversary of the Lakers Steve Nash trade. How are you celebrating you. today? It is also, by the way, like the seventh anniversary of me leaving a Fourth of July party to go write about the Clippers using their mid-level exception on Spencer Hawes. So wow, you had to leave a party to go write about Spencer Hall. You kept drinking I while did. you wrote that story, I right? Did. Yes, wow. I did. And and as a like, this is like not a weird name drop. Oh, this is a weird name drop. Like two years later, on the Fourth of July, I ended up at a party hosted by Spencer Oz. <laughs> as in it was his house, or he was the uh, the no, paid promotion guy. He was renting. He was renting oh, okay. a place in Manhattan Beach, California. I was walking on the Strand, I think, from a liquor store, probably to or to or, <laughs> probably to or fro, to or fro, <laughs> and I saw Spencer Hawes, and he invited us up, and we had a nice time. Wow! Hey, you're the guy that wrote that article on me on Fourth of July when I was googling my name. Hey, come to my party. This is going to be great. <laughs> that second paragraph really didn't make a, a lot of sense. When did you write that on the fourth? <laughs> oh man, rough night. Hey. Hey, so, uh, you know, a couple of big stories to get to. The first yeah. one, we talked about this a few minutes ago with Jordan Schultz, uh, the Kyrie Irving deal. Kyrie to the Lakers kind of feels like, in the words of Jordan Schultz, like it's done without being done. And, and you know, we've talked about this, that with, with so many avenues pointing towards this, it's, it's just a matter of when Kyrie winds up with the Lakers. you agree with that? I, I think so. Um, now, look, right, I am hesitant to, to, you know, in this league especially, right, like, Done without being done is a lot of wiggle room. You know, um, Kyrie and Kevin Durant to the Knicks was done without being done. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> Thanks for like, that. Yeah, yeah, you're on that oh, you just took him out at the knees. You galooed him forget. on the 4th of lest, July. Lest, lest, lest we forget, right? So um, I, think, I, I think that there are a lot of signs pointing to this. Um, strong mutual interest being one of them, a lack of a trade market being another. However, I, I think the mechanizations of it are, are still seemingly like kind of, I don't want to say they're far away, but, but it, it doesn't, I, I haven't gotten the sense that it's been like totally imminent. Like, I don't think it's going to happen today, right? Like, I think that there's still some stuff to figure out. And, and honestly, if you're the Lakers, I, on one hand, this is super obvious, right? You do it, you do it, you do it. Uh, and you do whatever you, you ever, whatever you need to do to do it. But on the other there are a lot of reasons to be hesitant, right? Like, obviously, like, take, like, even Kyrie's vaccine stances and stuff like that out of the equation if you can't, right? You've got a player who who does have an injury history, by the way, and you're training him to a team that also has um, a player with an injury history, and Anthony Davis and another player, LeBron James, who will increasingly have an injury history as he gets older. So there's that to consider, right? Um, if you are going to trade multiple future first-round picks, or even one, um, you should be doing it for a player that you're confident you're going to have a long-term commitment with. And committing to and with Kyrie Irving and having that commitment flow back in itself is dicey. 
And then I think the third factor in this, I haven't really heard this talked about a lot, is that, you know, this is the same group that consummated the Anthony Davis trade. And, you know, if you talk to people around the league, the thing you hear a lot is like, yeah, they probably won the trade, but they lost the negotiation. Right? And what I mean by that is probably an extra, they were bidding against themselves in that process. And Anthony Davis and Clutch had steered this, the ship to the Lakers, and had the Lakers maybe been a little more patient. Maybe they hang on, maybe they hang on to Josh Hart. You know, maybe they hang on to a future first-round pick um, or a pick swap or something like that. Or maybe one of the first they send out becomes a swap. Um, you, you know, I think that, that, that sticker shock in the aftermath of that trade, um, I think over time, especially, it looks like they paid a lot and maybe didn't have to pay quite as much. Now, against the, the, the Rudy Gobert trade, it seems like, you know, okay, like they've got a pretty good deal. But I, I think what I'm saying is you have a group of people that, that see similarities in the situation. They see um, a trade market in which they're probably the only bidder, realistically, and, and so they, they don't want to give on everything. Um, I think partly out of principle and partly out of the fact that, you, you know, they know that there's long-term risk associated with this. Yeah, I, I guess when it gets down to it, Dan, I mean, we're looking at you, you sync up Kyrie and LeBron. It's one year of a reunion, and let's see how it goes, right? Because you're not, you're not committing think, to some long-term deal. I don't think it's that. I think if you're trading for Kyrie, Kyrie, that the goal is for Kyrie Irving and Anthony Davis to be the future franchise. That's what I believe. Right. I, I think goal-wise, but I just in the interim, right? You know, like when we're talking sure. about I mean, you only have him for one year. Yeah, picks only, and whatever else. Yeah, you only have him for one year under contract, and he could go do whatever he wanted. Now, yeah. I, I think the, the, the solace for the Lakers should be is that by, you know, I mean, I don't feel like I'm breaking news by saying this. Like, he wants to be on the Lakers. Sure. At least today. Well, but that's the thing, right? <laughs> all right. From all reports, everything's cool. Kyrie wants this to happen. LeBron wants this to happen. Yeah. Kyrie said whatever he needed to in public, saying, hey, it's all my fault. He, t- he, he fell on the proverbial sword for it and all. Sure. Uh, $10 million difference in salaries. I, I mean, what's the give in terms of players? We, we keep seeing Curry's name. We see Joe Harris's Curry, Joe name. Harris, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, and I think the Lakers would probably like to add Taylor Horton Tucker, perhaps in the deal too. He doesn't really have a spot, or maybe Kendrick Nunn. They've got a lot of guards, especially if they've got guys coming back in. I mean, look, is there a scenario in which the Lakers end up trading both 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 firsts and Taylor Horton Tucker and Kendrick Nunn and leave the deal with Seth Curry, Joe Harris, and Russell West, or and Kyrie Irving? I could see that happening. Um, you know, I think there is obviously the the reason they would like Seth Curry ahead of Joe Harris is you've got Shorter contract and less injury concerns, right? Mm-hmm. Joe Harris coming off the serious ankle surgery. The Lakers have been hesitant about taking on uh, long contracts for some reason. I, d- I don't know why. I think, <clears throat> you, you know, there is, I mean, there is sort of an elephant in the room here, too, that we don't really know the answer to. Um, or maybe we do and we're not, we're not seeing it. Is maybe they don't, maybe, maybe management doesn't think LeBron James and Anthony Davis as a core is good enough anymore. That could be, that's a possibility, too. Right as you see the Western Conference shake out the way it's shaking out, you know I mean Kevin Durant could be on the Phoenix Suns. Um, you, you know, like what is your belief level? And so you want to you want to maintain some flexibility because you have no draft flexibility, and, and the way you would do that would be with short term contracts. As of right now, the Lakers only have. I think next year is Anthony Davis and I believe a player option from Taylor Martin Tucker. Well, and obviously all these guys that are dominating summer league, they're coming to take over, Dan. Hey. I, this is not a this is not a space for Lakers summer league slander. They are two and zero, guys. It's been a while since I covered a team above five hundred with the Lakers. So hey, if Cole Swider shoots eighty percent from three, I think the Lakers can win hot. the NBA title. Yeah, he is hot. Huge. Yeah. I will say this: I did text a source with the Lakers about their summer league team a little bit. I said, "Hey, things are going pretty well." And he said, "Well, to be honest, we've only played against one NBA player." He was referring to Moses Moody, who played yesterday for the Warriors. And, and this is what I responded. So, obviously, you guys were probably doing things that were much better than watching Lakers Summer League basketball yesterday. Uh, Moses Moody, in that game, like, caught an elbow, like, two minutes in and had to leave to go get stitches. And I'm like, yeah, and you guys blinded that guy. Like, amazing strategy. Well, I mean, you can't fault a good strategy. I was watching the Elvis film, which I really liked, except it was okay. a little bloated like me. You know, it seems... <laughs> 
And maybe, okay, I mean, this is maybe a little on the nose. It seems like a little sparkly for me. Like, well, a, like maybe like an, El- like, like, an Elvis, like an Elvis robe. Like, and, and look, maybe that's appropriate, given the subject matter. I just, you know, I don't know. It seems like it's a... Uh, it, it, it seems like a movie. It's not a Baz Luhrmann movie, is it? It is. It is a Baz Luhrmann movie. I was going to say, it looks very much like a Baz Luhrmann Also Luhrmann very movie. sparkly, <laughs> like a robe I may or may not have from my childhood, gentlemen. Okay. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. Uh, Dan Wojcicki with us, uh, NBA insider reporter for the LA Times. All right, now we have to get to the Genie yes. Bus cryptic midnight tweet. All right, it's yes. starting to gain a lot of attention. Uh, right around midnight, she put out this tweet. I miss KB, referring to Kobe Bryant. I may be Kwame Brown. I'm assuming Kobe Bryant. I I miss Kobe Kobe Bryant. (laughs) He would understand and explain everything that I'm not allowed to. Honestly, he was the greatest Laker ever. He understood team over self, meaning your rewards would come if you valued team goals over your own, then everything would fall into place. All can reply. And it's, you know, people are replying. It's gaining a lot of attention. This is a very cryptic tweet. Is it about LeBron and clutch sports? Is it about Kyrie Irving? Is it about the state of the NBA? What, what, what's your takeaway from what you see from this tweet from Jeannie Buss? I think I did, a little, I did a little digging on this, guys. I think it's about Kobe Bryant, you think? first and foremost. Okay. And the reason why is you can, you can scroll over. The, I, don't, I don't mean to tell all my, my tricks here. Um, you can scroll over and you can see the tweets that Jeannie Buss has liked in the last 24 hours. And they're all about Kobe Bryant. And they're all about, you know, Kobe memories or Kobe's the goat or, you know, more players need to understand, like Kobe Bryant, blah, 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 blah. Right? Like, so I do think it is about Kobe. However, as an owner in the NBA right now, you are seeing, you, I would imagine, you know, a, this, this tremendous shift in power. I mean, you, you know, it's been a, players driven, a player-driven league for a while. Now you're seeing that power being kind of actualized, and I, I, I don't want to say player empowerment. It's not like that. That seems like a cliche, but but I think what you're seeing though is, I mean, you do have a guy like Kevin Durant who goes to front office, goes to management, says like, I want out, and he has four. You know, he's got multiple years left on a contract. Um, you have a player in Kyrie Irving involved in this stuff who, you, you know, has sort of held his franchise hostage in a lot of ways for the last year plus. So. I, you know, I, I think, I think it, what got her thinking about Kobe Bryant is kind of maybe the, maybe the question here. I do think the tweet itself is about Kobe Bryant. I don't think, I don't think Jeannie is one to subtweet. Now this is a LeBron tweet. I think. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the the thing is, Dan, I look at this and I go, okay, it could be about all of these things. It could be about Kobe and I'm missing him because things would be different and I'm fighting with clutch sports and we, you know, we made a bad trade in the NBA and certain rules are frustrating. I get all of this, but what I take away from this, and this is what I want, is that in all the conversations we have about the Lakers, it's about LeBron and clutch sports running the team. What about Rob Palinka's job? What are the... And never is Jeannie Buss mentioned. And the word is, allowed to here is the, the, the weird part. Yeah. Right? It, yeah. Yeah, it is. It, 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 well, it, but is that just the being able she's to allowed speak to do on it, the she's allowed to do. Yeah, she's allowed to do whatever she wants. She's the governor of the team. Right, and that's what, I, and that, and that's my point is that I get that she's everybody. Every owner has their different style, and and there's different ways people do things. And she's not quite the attention seeker that Jerry Jones and Mark Cuban are. But this is no. a point where I go, you know what? Uh, the Lakers are a mess. This is where I need Jeannie Buss to stand up and say, okay, I'm the owner. I'm the one calling the shots, and this is how we're going to get out of this. This is how we're going to get out of Russell Westbrook. This is how we're going to get out of the image of the team being a, you know, being where it is right now. I, this is where I need Jeannie Buss to go, okay, you know what? Th- th- yeah. None of this clutch sports stuff. I'm the owner, and this is how we're going to do it. I just don't think that's her. And um, I think, you know, and this is probably a really good trait as a person and maybe not always a great trade as an owner is I think history shown that Jeannie Buss wants to make a lot of people happy, you know, as many people as possible. Right. Like that, that is sort of who she is. She is a, a very friendly person who um, I think wants to, wants to do the right thing, but wants to do the right thing by as many people as possible. And sometimes that gets in the way of difficult decisions, you know, um, I believe yeah, that. but I still, mean, at some point, you're the owner. This is it's just your, you have to be the one to do this. I, I get I mean, it's not who I, you I, are, no, but I agree that it's, I, I agree that it's the job description. 
hundred percent. I just think that we're talking about, you know, the person, right? And this is why there's been, um, you know, a vacuum of, of power, right? And why people have been able to, 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 to kind of come in and, and have their way, you know, have their, their sort of will, their sort of wills met as they've, as they've kind of navigated um, through like Lakerdom, right? Like there's, there's a lot of actors that have been able to, to, to kind of assemble power and, and keep power quickly or, you know, seemingly lose power, but actually not. It, it, I mean, there's tremendous sort of palace intrigue with this organization. And I think, you know, part of the reason why is because you have a very nice person at the top of it. And nice doesn't always, nice doesn't always pay the bills, right? <laughs> like, it, it just kind of like, you're right. In this situation, it would be great if you had like a clear direction, if you had you know, a Stan Kroenke level of, you know, where you empower your general manager to, to say F them picks and you go, you know what I mean? And, and like, we're just, we're going to do whatever it takes, but you know, you there, I'm sure there are messages coming from a lot of different people. And if it's a, um, I think at times it's really good and at times it's negative, but, but I think Jeannie has very open ears to these things. Yeah. I think part of it comes back to, and, and Jason and I were talking about it earlier, Dan is, you know, they're, they're used to, at least uh, on the surface, that direct connection that you'd establish with a player. And I, I wonder to some degree if there isn't a bit of that lamentation here with what Kobe Bryant was, straight shooter, right, at least from sure. everything we've ever heard. Whereas now you've got so many other outside forces, whether in the building or literally outside the building, that you don't you don't get to establish quite the same same space here that well, magic's gonna be has, really mad based on you know kobe now being the best laker well magic i think magic would sign off on that opinion generally speaking but i mean i think he's an interesting case study in this right is like you know you have magic johnson who told us the reporters that he was quitting the job before he had told Jeannie, right. right and like it puts like it was a very chaotic moment and stuff like that but like i mean magic and genie are incredibly close still you know, um, like we know that that magic was consulted um, or spoken to at, at points during time, um, at, you know, post Frank Vogel hiring. He was spoken to when they hired Frank Vogel. You know, I, I mean, like I think that that sort of speaks to the the, the, the issue is you have an incredibly loyal person, and, and you know, and I think look, and Kobe Bryant um, ultimately, right, was incredibly loyal to the Lakers franchise, despite some trade demands here and there and things like that. And the Lakers gave him a lot of reasons to be loyal. But, but I think, I think it's a combination of all these things at this time, right? Like, I think that's a call she would make, you know, I, I, I actually, I know that is a call she would make right now. If she tries tries to weigh what to do or as the organization tries to weigh what it does. I just think that to your point, right? Like, she is allowed to understand or make any decisions she wants. She, she runs the Lakers, and um, at times I think the organization would benefit if um, that was that power was more acted upon. Now, 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 before we let you go, now you got you got to you you know got to put this in perspective for us. Who okay. is closer, Jeannie Buss and Magic Johnson, or you and Spencer Hawes? I think it's Jeannie and Magic. However, I don't know that they've ever toasted. Over fireworks in Manhattan Beach, like Spencer Ross. <laughs> I get that nice. <laughs> so, it is a good question. Sometimes, guys, it's about quality time and not quantity of time. No, that's true. Mm, that's right. <laughs> those, are, those are words of wisdom right there, Dan Wojcik. Yeah. <laughs> He's on Twitter at Dan Wojcik Sports. That is at Dan Wojcik Sports, LA Times, NBA insider and reporter. Dan, happy 4th of July, and hopefully you're not uh, writing a column later on today at the Lakers using the mid-level. Well, you just well, you just willed it into existence. So thanks just, a lot. Yay! <laughs> you know what? And it's going to be Jello Ball. So congratulations. Oh. That's what it's going to oh, be. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy, buddy. Have a happy Fourth. Uh, Dan Wojcik, great stuff from him there. You know, look, my whole point, Mike, with with the Lakers is that is there's so many reports of different factions of the team that are running things where they're going to go and you know I, I but sometimes when you're the owner even if it's not your thing you got to do it there's certain things in life that it's not your personality like I don't want I don't like confrontation or I would rather not do this but once in a while it's uh this is the job you know that's a Don Martin our boss would always say that's the job my man that's the job I mean once in a while this is the job and this is the job for Jeannie Buss to say hey okay all this craziness and and this the the dumpster fire reputation the organization is going through this has to stop like right now 
What's the old uh, line about power and responsibility? And Spider-Man? Spider-Man! Spider-Man! Twitter at How About a Fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Dan and the Danettes today. Coming up next, uh, so if Kevin Durant to the Warriors isn't going to happen, what can we tell you about wherever Kevin Durant winds up signing? Uh, We'll tell you next right here. Jason and Mike, Fox. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Mike check. Mike check. Do you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game? What's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. Let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move. And tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever Get your podcast from Fox. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, I haven't I mean, even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names. Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. They got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Radio, happy 4th of July. 
Jason Smith and my best friend Mike Harmon in for Dan and the Danettes today. And without giving too much away, I got to say, my Stranger Things prediction was right. I just had the song wrong. Don't give too much away, but I was right. I just had the song wrong. And I'm okay with that because now we can talk about another song instead of running up that hill. Because I'm re- I am done with that song, Mike Harm. I am absolutely well, done all, with all running I can up that hill. All I say is that for folks that haven't seen or whatever else, you just spoiled uh, the what end of their holiday. No, you spoiled all the I- end of their holiday weekend. They use all kinds of eighty songs Does and Stranger matter? Things, and I, I didn't say what song was used. I never said anything. Yeah, you say it as music is playing. I never said now. See, now you're the one no, spoiling you, things. You, you now you're the one spoiling things. No, now. no, no, no. Now you're no, spoiling. No, it was things. you. You're spoiling things. You just spoiled you could, it. You could have just smiled and nodded and been like, yeah, cool. I, I get I, it. And if, I made if you this, know, you know. No, you were not subtle at all. I made this about just glad that there's another song we could talk about besides running up that hill because I'm done. It's so depressing, and I can't believe they used it, but okay. I still, but and, I'm done. And I'm it's going to be num- on the charts for a long time to come. I'm done. Just I'm like done. Dark Side of the Moon was on she for made, so many years. Kate Bush just made like two and a half million dollars just by the song being used in Stranger Things. Good for her. That's, I wish hey, it was a better song. I wish it was a better song. Whether it was one of the writers or producers or. Yes, or, it was my favorite song somebody, growing up. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And I'm it had this, this resonance. What's it going to cost to get it? Really? Is that cheap? Let's go. <laughs> Uh, don't worry, we'll have him back by Well, now. I mean, why do you think, you know, the early <laughs> episodes of Glee, were, and they actually made a nodding, you know, a nod and a wink to it after a while of everything was Journey, because they were willing to sell cheap. Oh, sure. Yeah, hey, listen, uh, whatever you're going to give us, we're, we're fine with it. Really? Yeah, 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 go ahead and use it. Uh, as we sit here on the 4th of July, minutes away from the 4th of July hot yeah, dog eating contest, um, the rumor today of Kevin Durant potentially going to the Warriors. Mark Spears threw this out on ESPN last night saying, hey, the Warriors have some interest. They have a big package they could uh, put forth for Kevin Durant. Meanwhile, look, this is not going to happen, right? Kevin Durant's not going to go back. He left the Warriors because he didn't want to be there because he wants more credit to winning championships. So, yeah, he's not going back there. So that's not happening. But the big thing about KD, Mike, is that I don't know, wherever he winds up, is he really going to be happy? Because he has made a cottage industry of not being happy wherever he is. With Oklahoma City, he was the king. When they wrote that Mr. Unreliable headline about him uh, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the newspaper, they had to apologize yeah, to him for that mad. headline. The real right? MVP got mad. I mean, just think about that. A headline, just a headline, Mr. Unreliable, just a critical headline of Kevin Durant. They apologized to him for that headline. He had everything he wanted, but no, I got to get away from Russell Westbrook, so I'm going to leave. I go to Golden State, where everybody loves basketball, right? You're playing for Steve Kerr. Steph Curry is able to shunt aside his ego. You go, you win a couple of titles. You win two NBA Finals MVPs. Nope, not enough, because I'm not getting the credit I deserve, so I'm going to leave and go to Brooklyn, where it's my team and you're going to find a way to build around me and Kyrie and you got me and Kyrie and we brought in James Harden and it didn't work we traded for Ben Simmons and he never saw the court and now Kyrie is unhappy and now I want out he has had every single chance in different situations to enjoy happiness and success in basketball and he can't he couldn't enjoy when he was the king in Oklahoma City nope I want to win I go to Golden stay in Golden State dude they would have loved you there you could have won more titles nope I gotta go now okay Brooklyn's your team now now it's your team and everything else called nope no, I, I can't enjoy that either like I don't know where he goes he's going to wind up being happy because let's say he goes to Phoenix or Miami and he wins a title because he listens to too much on social media and he listens to the critics all they're going to say is well the team was all set already he was a guy that put him over the top and he's not he's just never going to get that hug that he feels that he should get and he pays too much attention to it so even if he goes there how long is he going to be happy for before ah uh, you know things aren't going as great or I win a title and it's not what I thought it was and, and his NBA career, he's going to wind up like Scottie Pippen, just going to be bitter and upset at the end. He's going to be selling bourbon uh, you know, to try and doing interviews and, and roasting people that he's had beefs with over the course of the past 10 or 15 years. I just don't see how he's going to be happy because he's had chances in so many different situations and it hasn't happened for him. Yeah, I think we've got to start a podcast called History of Beef. Mm. Patent pending, patent pending. Uh, but yeah, it, it comes down to beef. look. 
athletes, anybody out there, wherever you are, thanks for being part of the extended family. The the reality is, I mean, at some level, a lot of us don't find, you know, the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. You may find the literal pot of gold like Kevin Durant has in terms of cash and anything he's ever wanted, but no matter how successful you are, there's always something eluding you, right? There's always some piece of you that that doesn't embrace it 100%. You do that in personal relationships. You do that in your professional work, right? You may have it pretty good to the rest of the world, but inside, it doesn't work. For Kevin Durant, you know, as when he started clapping back with the night the Warriors won the title, Jason, we were wondering that out loud of, all right, why do you need, feel the need to jump back in? On this, the anniversary, as he said, of his death, mm. July 4th, 2016. No matter where, he, I, I just don't see it. I just don't see where his happiness ends up. I, it, it's going to be really difficult. Uh, now, on this 4th of July, as we get set, Joey Chestnut set to defend his title. What, 15 of the last 16 mustard belts? Yeah, that's right. For Joey Chestnut? Yeah. But he is dinged up today, yeah. and he's, he's, he's going to be on a crutch on stage. Does he win, and what's his total? Well, he wins. It's just whether it's the over-under. Someone just bet eight grand that he wins. And that's 250 bucks just for putting out the, the bet. He ain't losing. I'm going to say he wins, but it's 72 hot dogs is your number. I'll take the over because he wants to prove he can do it while hurt. Oh, it's the Joey Chestnut flu game. (laughs) Colin Coward's next. This is Fox. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.